Hi everyone, welcome to the Immigration Experience Podcast's first episode. I'm Sylvia. I'm Michelle. I'm Isaac. Alright, well, today we'll be sharing our experiences in regards to immigration to the U.S. along with our initial slash overall thoughts in it. Just a heads up, this podcast may include heavy and controversial discussions along with some possible triggering ones. So, Michelle, I understand that you immigrated here from Jordan in the Middle East and got your U.S. citizenship. What has what was that like for you? Well, it all started back in 2016. The process started when we received a phone call from the immigration office asking us if we want to start a new and better life in the U.S. At first, we didn't like the idea and we were scared from it. But then we started to think about it and we agreed. Then we started to do interviews, medical checks, and info sessions about the U.S. That was for six months, and then our plane was scheduled for August 26, 2016. When we came here, it was like so strange for us, and it was so difficult because we didn't know no one, and we didn't understand what people were saying. But people were so nice, and they were trying to help us, but it was difficult for us to communicate with them. We didn't have a translator with us yet, so I remember these times were being the hardest. Yeah, I understand that. What can you remember about your like initial uh, move here? Like, What was the most noticeable memory or just most memorable thing that you can think back to? When I first started school, I went straight to fifth grade, and... The first two weeks, I remember crying every day. I didn't want to stay at school because everyone looked so strange to me and the language was so unfamiliar and I didn't know how to communicate with them. And when I used to get to my classes, I got lost all the, most of the time. So I had to go to the office, call my parents. It was a very hard uh, situation that I needed to figure out. But then when I started to learn English, It started all the things to be solved out, and it went by good. But that first year, I remember, I didn't like it at all. (laughs) I completely understand. Um, How hard was it for you to learn English, uh, given the, like, education system here and just overall going from your language to having to speak English a lot? Well, it took me around, like, eight months to fully understand English and know how to write and read because I spent most of the time with the ESL teachers and I didn't take any other subjects just focusing on English and I had some people coming to my house after school helping me with reading writing trying to learn new words so I had to learn English as soon as possible so life doesn't be hard here because the first thing you need to focus on is learning the language then everything will be easy for you yeah and How do you, this is getting a little personal, so feel free to not answer this, but how did you feel knowing that you had to kind of give up some of your culture moving to America in regards to like, I mean, to live in America, most people have to speak English and sometimes that can be a little bit heartbreaking to leave that part behind and to only be able to really speak it to certain friends and your family member here. Yeah, it was so difficult at first because we were the only people in the city that speak that language so we had no one to speak to so it was hard at first and we were scared that we will forgot it so we had to practice at home with my family they didn't allow us to speak english so that we don't forget our language but 
it affected me because I left behind so much of my culture because there's no one here to share with. Even f the family back there, when we would talk to them, we don't remember them that much because we came here so young and we didn't go out of the United States yet. Mm -hmm. We've been here like for seven years mm -hmm. and we haven't left the U.S. Uh, for not one time. So it was hard at first, but then new refugees started to come here. So we got our like cultures back. We started to get back together as one family, even though are strangers, but we kind of figure out to be to communicate together and bring back all cultures. That's amazing, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, sorry, one, one last question for me. Um, okay. You don't have to share this if you don't want to, but what was the reason that you and your family moved here in the first place? Because we didn't have nothing that we care about to not come here. Like, we lost everything back in my country, Syria, before I moved to Jordan. So basically, we didn't have no job. The schools there with, they didn't allow us to go to school there. And we didn't have the jobs. We didn't own a home. Like, it was a home, but not a big one or a better one. So we had to search for a better life. And we saw the opportunity that we can come here, learn new language, go to school. That's the most important part. And find a new job. That's the only reason is to, we moved here is for a better life. Gotcha. Well, I hope it's been not too bad so far in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Isaac. Many times you have mentioned having friends that have shared their immigration experiences with you. What has that been like on the receiving end? Just hearing about the stories and like what stories have they told you? Um, it's been kind of amazing to see what they've gone through. Not only from where they've come from, but here. Um, one of my friends, they come from uh, Sri Lanka and they were talking about how the they move for educational purposes because um, it's a lot more educational. I think if I remember correctly, you said it's a lot more educational freedom over here. And it's um, easier over here than it is over there. It's very, very stiff competition when it comes to getting into schools. Like, um, like some, some schools you have to like test into and everything is so very hard. And even though college is free over there only a select few kids make it so to have just a better life in general it was easier for them to come over here for um their family gotcha so the friends that you've spoken to about their like immigration experiences were they male or female because um, i understand that sometimes that can alter their experience uh they're both both can, yeah it's both gotcha. male and female and they're both from Sri Lanka? No, um, one's from Sri Lanka, the other one's from um, Iraq. Okay. Did What did they share about that experience? Um, they talked about how they moved from Iraq to um, Syria. Mm -hmm. And then when Syria got bad with the bombings, some of that, they moved over here. And they talked about how... Um, the process was when not knowing English to their parents kind of 
throwing them into the fire when it came to learning. Yeah. Like, you with the spelling bee and stuff like that, like, always trying to get them up to speed. They talk about their experience of being treated over here and how their experience was over there. And they just went back to Turkey and Jordan, uh, I think, uh, summer before last. Okay. Or last summer. I don't remember <laughs> which one, but they talked about how it is now and the experience and the, di- the cultural differences between America and yeah, those other ones. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, Mashael, speaking of the cultural differences, yes. what was the biggest shock for you when you first came here? The language. I didn't imagine it would be that hard for me when I started hearing it. Like, it was so strange. I remember the first two weeks of fifth grade. I just, like, just stare at people and try to understand what they're saying. Like, when I used to be in Jordan, I didn't really hear the English language that much. Even in the schools, they don't focus on it that much. So it was, like, so strange for me to hear that language and try to catch words. Because, like, eventually I have to learn it in so many ways. So I was trying my best to get it together with the language. Yeah, for sure. And then not only do you have, like, the quote-unquote proper English but you also have, like, lots of slang being used around you, and that can be very, very confusing. I yeah. But, I mean, it's confusing for me to just keep up with everything, too, so. Yeah. Um, I'd say that my tie to immigration is that I am second generation, but my parents are first or one and a half <laughs> generation. Um, so my dad moved here from South Korea, um, from Jeju Island, when he was about five and he said that he learned a lot of English through watching cartoon shows and listening to pop and he was actually quite fascinated with rap music so um, that really helped him learn uh, just the culture in America and he was like he was just very fascinated with it and you know how diverse life was Uh, my mom had a harder go though she moved here when she was about 15 16 Um, and the the most prominent thing that she mentioned multiple times were people using her due to lack of understanding the English language. Um, and she was taken advantage of by guys multiple times because of it. And I feel like that just comes along with the Asian fetishization as well, which isn't which isn't great. <laughs> um, but yeah, she also mentioned like how hard it is to learn English, uh, especially from a language such as Korean with diverse i mean not diverse but it's a very very different way of reading and writing compared to the english language um but yeah and um i don't know my mom also talked about like different modes of transportation here in regards to in korea um where she took the bus a lot to go around places and she moved here before her parents moved here so she had to move in with her aunt which was a very like new experience um but just the overall culture like she she was very shocked that girls were wearing certain things or that people were saying certain things and it wasn't as strict as it is in korea um so that was just a huge cultural shock for her and she's still learning uh, because she she clung tight to her 
like Korean culture, whereas like she found a lot of Korean people to talk to eventually. So her English is a bit so-so. <laughs> and my grandparents, on the other hand, they found it really hard to let go of their culture, which good for them, you know, like you, you need to keep in touch with that. But at the same time, when you come to America, it's important to learn at least some English because that's that's a big way of surviving here. Um, and unfortunately, they're not very good with English, so they they struggle sometimes when it comes to doctors. And then <laughs> my grandpa, actually, he got pulled over by the police because he was speeding, but he didn't know that it was because of that. Um, and so he pulled out money to pay the police right then and there, the fine, but the police thought he was trying to bribe him. So that was a whole issue. Did he go to jail? No, he didn't go to jail. Okay. Um, it was just, it was just, it's a funny story now, but it's very sad to hear about. Like, I feel like, I feel like police should be more understanding. I mean, yes, no, they shouldn't assume that you're an immigrant, but like, if it's clear that they don't understand you, they should try to be a bit more understanding. Um, like, yeah, like not too many people try to play dumb like that. Yeah, yeah, a lot <laughs> of people do try really, to do that. It was really genuine. Yeah, um, but that is my family experience. I'm not going to go too in-depth into it, but I do I do want to say that I actually have some ties to North Korean uh, family. Not in my blood, but my aunt's side of the family um, is partially North Korean. And the story is, is that some one of her like great 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 grandma or like aunt or something um they escaped north korea and she told the story that as they were running several people were getting shot down and shot in the back they finally made it on the boat and they had to go from the boat of from north korea to south korea and it's just shocking to me like that they even made it out <laughs> because it's really 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 hard for uh, refugees from north korea to make it out um but yeah, so that is that is our immigration experiences personally, and how it ties to us. Um, Mashaya, what is your life like right now? Like, what would you say about it? How has how has immigrating here affected you personally? It affected me in so many positive ways. First, I got a better life, a better opportunity to build a future. Uh, my family who are eight members now, all of them got affected so positively by like going to schools, graduating, starting to go into college, opening their own businesses. Nice. Yeah, like my older brother who didn't have the chance to go to any school here because he had to work to help in our house. So he started out from being a worker till from last year, he opened his own restaurant, and now he's the owner. So oh that's a big change in his life. Congratulations yeah, to him. Thank you. Really nice. Yeah, it was a, a big part of him coming here to get, like, a better life because he knew he didn't have the chance to go to school. Mm. So he focused on working and betting out himself till now he become an owner, like, from a low worker to an owner. Is it's it, a big change. Is it around here in Durham at all? It's in Ander. Like, that's after Raleigh. It's about an hour from here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice. So, what were your dreams, like, for your future before you moved to America, and what is it now? Like, what is your dream for yourself? When I first came here, 
I didn't have any dreams. I was only thinking about just escaping for my life and having a better life to live, living safely without being scared that I wouldn't wake up tomorrow being safe. For sure. So that was being secured is the, was the only goal for me coming here. But now that I got educated, got open-minded, I, well, some of my dreams is like to finally like become a doctor. That's nice. a main goal to reach. That's amazing. Do you know what yeah. kind of doctor? A primary doctor. Okay, great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you you can now feel safe. It's it's not it's not ideal, of course, to live a life of fear. Um you know, I just I I hope more people can find refuge um away from away from zones of war and just how do I how do I want to say this? Not just war, but just like monarchy and well bad monarchy or um what's it called dictatorship yeah yeah okay um Isaac. what what are your thoughts right now <laughs> my thoughts yeah on... just in general what are you thinking um just thoughts on like the immigration process yeah how about or... this um so we'll start with you isaac but from hearing your experiences of your friends and whatnot and just like looking at news as an American, what are your initial thoughts on the immigration process? Like, what are your, what is your overall idea? For the immigration process itself, I feel like it's very hard for no reason, really. The people shouldn't be, shouldn't go through that much hassle to get into a country for a better life. You shouldn't have to be under constant threat of maybe getting deported, your, your papers on right, so now you're, they're asking, they're looking at you like saying, hey, you have to go back. I feel like that should not be the case and then it takes forever to get your citizenship and i feel like and also i feel like it's sad because like even though these people are immigrants and they've got all the papers people in american well americans still treat those people like they're outsiders and i think it's 100%. really sad that they have to go through that because i mean they've gone through a lot a lot of people have gone through a whole lot of stuff to get through Facts. and to be able to move to one part of the world and one country or continent from to another and learn a whole new language culture customs it's very impressive it's impressive for sure yeah, yeah. what um, are your thoughts oh my thoughts um my thoughts is that like you i think the immigration process is too difficult and honestly does not need to be that tedious um you know there's there's i, I feel like my family um, you know, I'm sure they worked really hard. They don't talk much about the whole process of gaining citizenship or whatnot because whenever they, whenever I ask about it, they seem to just shut down, which gives me the implications that it was just really, really hard for them. Yeah. Um, and the fact that more than 50% of American citizens, hardly any American citizens can complete the citizenship test on their own and pass it that gives some sort of implications that maybe it's not fair. (laughs) Not even maybe, it's simply just not fair. If you can't do it and you've been here all your life, that's a problem. That's a problem. Like the fact that the American education system doesn't teach literal American-born citizens uh, what you need to know to pass the citizenship test, what what makes the government think that 
I mean, immigrants can do it. And the fact that many of them are refugees, many people who move here is for a better life, to experience, like, possibly a better government system, just, you know, treated more fairly, only to be treated unfairly with this whole process. And, you know, I think it's harder for youth. Well, not really. It's hard for youth in the sense that, like, kids can be just straight mean and ignorant. Um, I'm glad that you you had some good experiences, Bashael, but yeah, I'm just kids can be so rude, and I've I've seen so many kids get made fun of, and I'm like, dude, they just immigrated here, they don't know the American culture that yeah. well, like they're still they just left their home, like imagine how you would feel if you just had to up and leave one day, um, and on top of that, it's like, like you said, the fear of getting deported on a day to day basis when. You have to live here in the United States for a year, but then you can't like legally work or anything in some instances. And um, I don't, I just and think it's so unfair. Another thing is the fear of kind of like how before at times like your citizenship and how you were was always constantly under threat. Yeah. Like the threatening with ICE going to people's houses, taking them away. Like that's probably very scary for somebody who has recently come here and you're thinking i just got here now they're just gonna rip me away from my family yeah, take for me sure. back. Like, i mean people will like literally vanish and then you won't know where your family member went but they had gotten yeah. deported and there's no way of contacting them yes um i mean especially for like immigrants from mexico because they're so close the the government thinks they can just ship them back which that's not how it works um yeah. but it's sad that you label a whole group of people as like as just bad people like they come here they come here to live a better life and just have more opportunity and maybe some of them come over to support their family that's down there i mean yeah for sure they're always given a certain stigma such as criminals or terrorists um just based on their race their skin color and it's very unfortunate because most of the time the people committing crimes in the united states aren't the immigrants yeah, it's the it's citizens alone like the american-born citizens citizens alone that do it yeah um and just because they're the same race as like just recently immigrated people then they think they can just deport them and it's, it's just unfair treatment um what really sticks with me is this story that i heard i don't remember the person but this guy um came back from school and his house was completely empty his parents were gone and he went over to his next door neighbor and had to live with them for a while because his parents had gotten deported, just taken out of their home. Um, couldn't talk to their son about it at all because he was at school. Um, and his, their, their son was an American citizen because he was born there, but they weren't. Um, and they hadn't gotten their green card yet because of the long, tedious process. Um, so, yeah. I just I I can't imagine what it would be like to come home to my parents being gone and I have no way of contacting them, no way of like knowing if they're okay. Um, but sorry, we just like dumped a ton of just like scary things <laughs> and a lot of negativity. I do think though, I'm glad that the U.S. is still taking immigrants because there was a time when we said we weren't. Um, so I'm glad we're taking them in because I think everyone should be provided an opportunity to have a better life for themselves, whether it be here in the United States or in another continent. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the overall process, Montreal? Well, it's hard for some people and some people it's easy. 
and for the citizenship process, it takes a while. It takes around like five years to get it all together, and it was so hard because the first thing you do you need to know is how the process works and that that one hundred question that you have to memorize because you never know which of these questions you will be asked. And the test itself is like so scary because you are you have the fear that you will not pass it and you have the fear that you will get deported not having that nationalization. So it was hard. But we got it through it. When I was teaching my siblings the questions and practicing with them I saw the fear in their eyes when I was like asking them the questions because it was hard for them to memorize all these things even though that English is not that good. So and they have to, like to write sentences and read to the officer. So it was a big fear, but then I'm glad that they passed that test. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad that they did too. Yeah. Well, that concludes the end of our podcast. Uh, thank you, Mashayel, for sharing your experiences. And thank you, Isaac, as well, for sharing your experiences. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> uh, tune in for our next episode. And thank you for listening. Bye. See ya.